Welcome to the Burden and Blessing Podcast, a study and discussion forum on the truth of God's Word. Our summary verses of the books of the Bible introduce us to the theme of each book of the Old and New Testament scriptures so that we might have a deeper appreciation and understanding of God's Word of Truth. We pray that these brief studies will enable you to get more out of your daily reading and hearing of God's Holy Word. Welcome back to the Burden and Blessing podcast and our 66 summary verses of the Bible. We are getting close to the end of our journey through the inspired texts of the Old and the New Testament. A couple of weeks back, we took a look at a section from the New Testament known as the pastoral letters. And we kind of broke those up. We took 1 Timothy and Titus to begin with, but now we're going to take the second of these. And this takes us to the end of the ministry of the Apostle Paul near the end of his life. He was in prison once again. And as we read through this book, we'll find that Paul believes that his life is about to come to an end. So as a sort of last will and testament, he writes this letter to encourage not only his young protege, Timothy, but also the church at large and us still today with the confidence that he has in Jesus as the victor. Neil, what is our passage or summary verse for this so familiar of letters? Well, Nathaniel, there's a lot of great gems in 2 Timothy here. I know we were looking at a couple of different ones, but I think we are focusing on 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 from the English Standard Version. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. What I love about what Paul's doing here is, remember with our first letter, he said that he was encouraging the young pastor, Timothy. We talked about mentorship and how Paul was doing an excellent job of demonstrating that. He's really building on this second letter here too. I think that's a good reminder for mentors or parents or anyone that's older than the next generation to remember that it's an ongoing thing. It's not a one and done mentoring. It's very difficult to do that in our day and age to continue to show that support and encouragement where it's needed, especially with the young people. And so what's interesting with this verse is that Paul is wisely showing Timothy through the Holy Spirit, how it is the word that does the work. So as we mentioned with the last letter, regardless of his age, he reminds him not, not don't let anybody despise your youth because it has nothing to do with how young or old you are. It has to do with the word that you share. And that's definitely shown in this summary verse. Every word of God, all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. It's all pure. And this is what Paul's encouraging Timothy to do, that he is a messenger of God's word. And so don't let anyone despise your youth. And you might think of, I'd start to think of all the different ways that God has shown that throughout the Bible. You think of the Old Testament messengers, New Testament messengers. You might think of Joseph, who was kind of a young brat, but the Lord was still using him with prophecy. And so the Lord used him to show that, yeah, the visions and dreams that he had, the Lord was going to fulfill. And that's exactly what happened. So in a negative sense, you can think of young David and that his words and actions, whether it be with Goliath or his trust in the Lord was very encouraging to the not courageous Israel at the time. And so you can think of uh, Jeremiah who thought that he couldn't go to the people even at his young age and the Lord used him for many years, over 50 years of a ministry or a young King Josiah who even at eight years old became a very influential godly leader. Naaman's slave girl 
Another good example, Daniel and his friends, young men, very young men over carried away in captivity in Babylon. Maybe you think of young Mary when she was asked to do this wonderful task for the Lord of carrying the Savior in her womb. Or John, you know, Jesus, the disciple whom Jesus loved, was a very young man. You can think of young Jesus in the temple. On and on, Paul reminds these are the scriptures, regardless of how young or old a person is, that Timothy, you fit right into that. And ultimately, the Lord says to us, no matter how young or old that we are, he's, God is not an ageist, obviously. He uses young and old alike to speak his truth in love for lost souls. And that's my favorite part about this verse. It is all-encompassing for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training or instruction in righteousness, the whole gamut for everyone. It's, that's how it's useful to us. It's a letter of encouragement. And as you pointed out, encouraging the gifts that the Lord has given, whether young or old, there's also an element of warning in the letter. He talks again, once again, about false teaching and the dangers that surround him and calls Timothy and the church as a whole, as we talked about in First Timothy and Titus, to be on the lookout, to, be, to beware and to hold fast on the teachings of God's word. And that's part of the, as you pointed out, Neil, with those different individuals, we see them doing those things in the Old and the New Testament, just as the Apostle Paul encourages here. And so as this, this man looks back on his life and he thinks that his life is about to come, in, come to an end, he thinks about what's most important. And he thinks about encouraging the next generation to continue to strive for the truth that God's word might be proclaimed. And so this letter gives confidence to every Christian, no matter the troubled times, through the power and the encouragement of his word. Thank you, Nathaniel. I thought we'd close with reading of a hymn from the Tan Worship Supplement. It has to do with ministry. It has to do with proclaiming God's word and how it's valuable to us. It also has a, a phrase in the third verse that uses this interesting phrase called reckless love as a really neat song, a more contemporary song that was written more recently called uh, reckless love. And I think that's worth listening to because it speaks of that same thing where we see the Lord's reckless love and that he continues to provide for us in overly abundant ways. And so these verses here from preach you the word definitely fit with what we've talked about here with Paul's encouragement to Timothy and to us. Preach you the word and plant it home to those who like or like it not. The word that shall endure and stand when flowers and mortals are forgot. We know how hard, O oh Lord, the task your servant bids us undertake to preach your word and never ask what prideful profit it may make. The sower sows his reckless love, scatters abroad the goodly seed, intent alone that there may be the wholesome loaves that people need. Though some be snatched and some be scorched and some be choked and matted flat, the sower sows, his heart cries out, what of that and what of that? Preach you the word and plant it home and never faint. The harvest Lord who gave the sower seed to sow will watch and tend his planted word. Amen. We invite you to listen for new books each week on Burden and Blessing Podcast, where we believe and confess that every word of God is true. We pray that you will be assured that God's word is pure and is more precious than gold.